Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McKay, bring on a very special guest to talk about a video game that is special to them from their past. We'll talk as much about what made playing that game fun and what they love about it as we will about the context around when and how they fell in love with the game for the first time. Sometimes it's an even split. Sometimes it's a lot of the first, sometimes it's a lot of the, the, the latter. Who the heck knows what it's going to be today? We'll see. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping for you up top is that if you would like to find us on social media, you're in luck, listener, because we're on there. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at callmebyyourgamepod and on Twitter at callmebyyourgame, but just the one Y. So that's B-Y. You are um, there. You can see the episodes on the day that they are released. You can see the cool art that I make for each episode. Um, learn a little bit about our guest. See any special things that are coming up for the show. All sorts of stuff. So give us a follow. Say what's up. Uh, you can also support the show in a few ways by rate rating and reviewing us on the Apple Podcast Store. That helps us uh, become visible to more people like yourself, dear listener, who could just fall in love with this show as well. So if you uh, are a fan of the show, leave us a five-star review. Let us know what your favorite episode was or maybe how the guest today just charmed your little socks off because I know you're wearing little socks. They're definitely not big socks. You can share the show with a friend too, whether they love video games in general or maybe the game we are talking about today. And lastly, as you probably either have already heard or will hear, uh, we are a part of a very special Patreon. Um, you can check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio uh, where myself producer Jeremy Schmidt, and the third Amiibo, July Diaz, do a ton of bonus content. Uh, every week, you get a ton of stuff at every tier, especially if you're a big Zelda fan, folks. I know you're excited for the Zelda Games Club that we're doing. It's already kicked off. 
So you can check us out there. And that is it for the housekeeping. Uh, I will now introduce our very special guest for the day. So please welcome to the mic, birthday sharing master, new cat father, and friend to Disney and Final Fantasy characters, Ryan Barton. Welcome Uh. to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Also, wait, hold on. We definitely are birthday twins. We're birthday twins. So just because we this is my housekeeping that I have to get out of the way. Oh, please. So we're both little Scorpio boys. Yes. Do you know your other, like your, what is it? Your moon, your rising. Do you know those two? Oh, I have looked this up several times and I always... For I don't know it off the top of my head. That's okay. I, I have. To, I just was looking to see which direction you were going. Yes, as a um, Scorpio, because we're 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 um we're dark. <laughs> we're so dark. It's so funny. We're moody. Ryan, we're moody. I just I think by the time this comes out. I think three episodes in the past that the listener will know. I had a dear sweet Allie Jennings on the show and we talked about being Scorpios and we, she brought you up on how like you talked to her about how like, cause we were both describing like, yeah, everyone's always surprised that we're Scorpios because like they don't know what's going on. And uh, she had some nice things to say about you and uh, just how you've taught her a lot about that. So I I love that so much, and yes. also when when we talk about Scorpios, like when you read what it, what they are yeah. and how they act and who they are, I feel like I am the North Star. Like I am, <laughs> yes. I am the archetyp archetypical archetypical archetypical. That I feel like that's wrong. Um, Scorpio, you you and Allie Jennings' energy is so not. Scorpio energy, <laughs> but that that's why I ask because I just think it's very funny. Yes. Uh I I agree with you, and I've also heard that so much. We talk about that perception a lot on on her episode. And like I would even I would say like PJ McCormick, whose birthday's a day after mine. PJ is way more of PJ like in line. Is an absolute Scorpio. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> also former guest of the show. Um love that. Yeah. We there's we're we're in good company at the very least. You know what? I should have, instead of the signs, I should have asked you what time you were born. I believe that, uh, I don't know if I've got it written down. I want to say it's like 6.30 in, actually, no, I think it's like 5.30 p.m. roughly. Okay. I fully, I can accept that. Okay. Thank you. What about you? Do you know what time you were born? I I believe 9.40. It's either 1 or 6. Whoa! In the PM or the AM? In the oh, sorry, in the PM. I'm an evening oh. boy. We're we are two men oh, of the night. Look at us. Are you also 1990? No. Oh, I'm we're so close. You. I'm sorry, baby. No, it's okay. It's still very special to me. Uh, um, but the, as much as I want to, you know, talk even more about our signs. Uh, I know so little that I couldn't carry a conversation far enough, but. I'm so glad to have you here, Ryan. It's been a long time coming. We talked about this a few times over the pandemic. So thank you for being here. I obviously know you through the improv community. You are uh, an absolutely electric improviser. You're a wonderful actor, a great writer, and an even better friend, my friend. Um, But what do you want the listener to know about you and, and who the heck are you, friend? Wow. Thank, well, thank you, Connor, for all of that. That's very kind. I feel like, you know, like when you go on podcasts, you're like, oh, like what 
can I like plug or like, what am I going to say about myself? (laughs) And you know, it's like a very much an overwhelming question. Oh yeah. So I would say right now I want to like kind of answer it maybe differently please, than I normally would. I want to say that, yes, I love comedy and we know each other through comedy Mm -hmm. and and, and improv and um, performing and all of that. But I would say what people don't expect of me is like, I really love like dark stuff. (laughs) Like I love, I love like dark themes and dark tones. And I think like, paranormal stuff is really cool. I also like am obsessed. Like I love a good horror movie, but like not like a jump scare horror, like it follows. Like that's like one of the, my top three like scary movies, but I just like stuff that really kind of gets under your skin. And that's incredible. I've always just been fascinated. So I just want whoever out there to know who's listening to this. I love a good light comedy, everything. That's like what I'm pursuing. But honestly, if I'm being real, God, do I love just something weird this and dark. Is, this is your perfect baseline intro to our listeners. I love this so much. Also, I didn't, you know, we're we're very friendly. We're friends, but I don't know you super well. So that's yeah. very cool. You and um, I are going to find out more about each other in this I, pod. I cannot wait. Um, I do want to ask you a little bit about that. Has there been anything, any like whether it's dark media or a, like a book or any anything that you've like discovered recently or that's like caught your eye in that same vein you were just discussing that's interesting to you? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I, I have one. I, I something jumped out at me like immediately. I love it. <laughs> um, so I love like like I I am in love with anime. Like oh anime is. I feel bad for people who go, ooh, it's cringe or like, ooh, I don't watch animated stuff. Just like there's some people who like are like, ooh, I don't watch like black and white films. Like, <laughs> like the it's like, listen, yes. I mean, I get it. Am I really engaged? Oh God, I really have to get through it. Am I right? But like also you wouldn't be able to like watch like the Sin Cities, uh, which I yeah. think is such a fun film. So my point is anime, there are so, there's so the umbrella of anime is so large that I guarantee you there is something in it for everyone. So like if if you're willing to put, you know, aside the fact that it's like animated and a very specific style, um, then I think everyone could find something they enjoy. And I bring this up because when quarantine started, I just was like, you know, in an anime hole, just being like, what? I just want to watch something like really good. Something that like wows me. Yeah. And I was looking at some of the best anime of 2019 that came out. So this is like brand new anime that, that came out. And there is one called the promised Neverland. And I have never, it has been a long time, both on TV and in anime where I have seen a 30 minute episode and the ending made my jaw like hit the floor like the pilot and normally in tv shows so and normally in anime you kind of have to get like a couple episodes where it starts really churning and this one i just remember being like oh all these kids are there's about kids in a foster house and they're all in an orphanage and there's this woman called mom who takes care of them and they all you know they all hope to get adopted and then this little girl gets adopted and 
there's this twist at the end that I literally, like I'm getting chills just talking about it now, but I just was like, I just remember it ending and I had to like wait a second before I started episode two because it hit me that hard. Wow. Uh, Where, where can you watch this? I'm, I'm super interested. Sure. So I believe um, season two just started, but I believe season one is out on Netflix right now. So that's something that like you, everyone can like get, get access to at some point. There's also a bunch of free um, places to find it. But yes, like, of course. I don't want to, I don't want to blurt all of those out. On, on <laughs> but the, they're on out the, there. But they're out there. I bet if you looked. Did you or, see The Promise of Neverland? The Promised Neverland. The Promised Neverland. Okay. And I'm sure the, 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 you know, the anime title is different, but, um, that's what the American version is called. By the way, I only listen to mine in like Japanese voices, English subtext. Okay. Subs. I don't, I never do English dub because it's just, it's a little crappier. Yeah. That's wow. You know, recently on the show, I feel like I, the, the, the guests I have on keep giving me gifts and this is another one of those. Uh, um, so thank you. I, I, Fun thing for you to, from my life that I want to share with you is I recently uh, got to explain to my mom what anime was. I love that. <laughs> yes. she. I saw my family like three weeks ago and, and listener fully vexed. Okay. Um, they might know that by this point. Uh, but she was, I was talking to my sister uh, in the car about something to do with anime i'm i'm very much a, a noob i've watched like a couple throughout my life but i'm happen to be going through dragon ball z from the beginning right now and having a ball but um my uh my mom was like heard us and she's like what she's like what's anime and i was eventually she came to understand it because we she knows what speed racer is and was sure. familiar with that so that was a good starting off point but oh my god speed racer um a like wow. literal classic um also i love i feel like my parents are the ones who introduced all of us kids to anime but like i wouldn't even say maybe like now that i think about it i do not count miyazaki as anime at all like sure. two different things but i would say like that is a that was the intro like my parents like intro us oh, into miyazaki sense. and then i Corey, my who is my doormate when i was a freshman in college in chicago whoever Corey, if you're out there i miss you i love you um, Corey's the one that got me into like anime, anime, which was Naruto, which I was like, this is so stupid. This is so annoying. All they do is talk. They don't even fight, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then he really sat me down and made me watch it. And then I was like, hooked. Oh. I was hooked. Well, thank you, Corey, at wherever you are out there. Are you, I forget, are you from Chicago as well? I am from Arizona. Like my house is like on dirt, like in the desert. Yes. <laughs> so that's right. I'm a desert boy for sure, but I would say I became an adult in the city of Chicago because that's where I went to college. That's cool. That's really awesome. See, look how much we learned about you just from talking about something that you've been really, that you fell in love with during quarantine. Well, you know, not the genre, but the show. Um, Right. I, I, I brought it up because it is really dark. Yes. So, in case anyone's wondering what the tone is. Yes. Oh, amazing. Well, well, thank you for telling us a little bit about yourself. Before we talk about your video game history in general, Ryan, would you mind just telling us the game that we're going to be discussing on for the main event later? I am so excited to talk about this. <laughs> I feel like anyone who's a fan of this is excited to talk about oh, it yeah. or hear about it. Like, I like. I bet if you and I just got into a room, we could talk for truly hours just about this game. 
The game is Kingdom Hearts, the first one. Of course, like I'm assuming we'll touch on the series, but like yeah. I am specifically focusing on the first Kingdom Hearts game for Amazing. this pod. I love it. Uh, this is a uh, this is one that I have very very limited experience with, um, but. This is like every so often it's so fun when we do like the niche games on this show or Allie came on to talk about a game called Madeline's European Adventures, like <laughs> Madeline, the red haired orphan. Oh, I think I know the game. <laughs> yes. My sister had it. I know the game. It's it's actually not as niche as I thought, Um, but that's fun when we do stuff like that. Or Aaron Smith came on to talk about this like Portuguese game anyway. This is a big one, and this is one that a lot of people really love, so I'm so pumped to be able to talk to someone else who really loves it. So uh, I'm glad you chose it, and I'm glad to get, excited to get into it a little later. Um, okay. For now, I want to start from the freaking beginning, my let's, friend. Yeah, Your history with video games. Uh, do, do you remember a, like getting into video games, or were they always around at your home? I, I feel like people always start from a different place, so I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, that's a great question. I, I'm i trying to think about like the first games that we got, or what, I, you know, I think it was always at, uh, like if I recall my earliest memories, there's two. And one of them is when I was a kindergartner, and this is before we moved to the desert, I was in kindergarten and my friend had this like Power Rangers game, which was <laughs> like fighting game. Yes. And I just remember that being like such a big deal, you know, cause like as kids, like Power Rangers were like my yeah. thing, you know, like everyone freaking loved the Power Rangers. So I remember he had that game and that was like so cool to me, but also even maybe even before that, Okay, this one might blow your mind if you you've either played this or you haven't played this. Okay. <laughs> but this is the game. Oh my god, I'm laughing just thinking about like <laughs> me describing this and my brother and sister being like, oh my god. So you're it's this, it's not even a game console. It's just it's like a game. My god, it's almost like you're holding it and yeah. it's a car, and you there's like maybe a pedal and a gas, there's a steering wheel, a pedal and a brake. Uh-huh. And you just like drive it and it's like electronic on the thing and it's colored and you just like dodge trees and other cars, but you like are like you're driving and you can like, you have like your stick shifts. Is but this like, is there a little screen that you're looking at on this like there's, handheld yeah, toy thing? Right. It's only, it, it is handheld, but it's not like a Game Boy Advance or a Game Boy yeah. where you like put a game console in. It's just like all built into the, like one thing. And then yes. you just like play it to try to get the high score. And that was probably like the first like game. Wow. I wish I know the type of thing you are talking about. Yes. Cause I have definitely seen these before. I just wish I knew the name of this beautiful baby. Uh, I know, if, if I can, if one of us can figure it out before your episode comes out, I'll try to post a picture of it okay. with, with the episode, maybe even separately. Um, but that's so interesting. So, was that one that you had or your friend also had this? No, this was like, oh my God, this was like when we, like, I think like at a daycare. Oh my goodness. Like, cause both my parents worked, like, I remember all the kids we went to like a daycare. <laughs> to, like, I went to daycare growing yeah. up. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with daycare kids. And I just remember like, she had it. Like, made, like it was like a, such a hand-me-down thing. Oh, sure. And yeah, but- 
the N64, I would say, was like the first console that like all of us kids got. Amazing. And, and, and it's it's you and how many other siblings? Yeah. So me, my younger brother, and then my younger sister. Oh, also we're both older ch- children. Are we both, oh, <laughs> so much in common. It's just going to keep happening. Um, I, I hope it does. Me too. Um, that's amazing. When? How did you get this thing? Do you remember... Was it something you wanted or did it just show oh, up? Oh, oh yeah. I think we were like, because he, my parents were very, um, we did not grow up with cable. Like gotcha. we were very much of the, hey, go play outside. Like yes. you're not going to spend time inside. And yeah. that's my parents. And so <laughs> when it comes to like, vi- like wh- what do we even have to watch on TV? It was like, like waking up early, I we might get lucky and get like a Yu-Gi-Oh episode, but like yeah. like truly, we would wake up early or stay up late, and we would get to watch like Channel Fifty One, which was infomercials. Like that was like the wild, you know, the wild west. For Honestly, us grab kids. your popcorn, folks. That sounds like a time. <laughs> I know, like we all of us kids know all the like infomercials like that like we know any which one just tell us we could like do the whole thing for you um, wow. but i yeah i was so therefore if we were to play video games it would be at someone else's house mm-hmm. and i remember us being like it was like that was probably like one of the first times us we united as like a union and we were like <laughs> we demand the n64 we must have it that's the power of that console my friend it brings siblings oh, who are it, normally antagonistic together Yes. And you know what? Oh my God. This is so funny to me. When we go home for Christmas, we have you know, like, so we, you know, it's all the consoles of, of consoles past in there, the yes. graveyard. And there's this bookshelf um, with like all these books and pictures, blah, 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 blah. But then there's like a whole row of just all of our um, video games. Amazing. Like throughout the years. And it's so funny because whenever us kids, we go back and we just like look at them half of them aren't even ours meaning meaning we have a library of all of us going and borrowing friend like our friends <laughs> games and just keeping them so like half of them are ours and half of them are just like our friends like our kid friends <laughs> video games who they're probably wondering where is this game and the answer is there it's at the barton's <laughs> It's at the Bartons. Oh my goodness. Uh, and you, you're just like, you're like, I know what games we had and this Star Fox oh. or whatever. That's Jacobs or we whatever. We still, we still to this day, you could show us like, you could show us five games we had and there's one false one and we would all be able to get it with a hundred percent. Like we'd be able to be like, yep, this one's definitely not ours. I, I honestly want to just watch you play that game. Cause that sounds pretty <laughs> yeah. entertaining. That's, that's so cool. So, but this, this console brought you all together. And so was this, I think you were maybe getting there. This was a Christmas gift. Yeah, definitely a Christmas <sighs> gift. Hell and yeah. yeah. The N64. Oh my God. And like, I don't know about you, but I think it's anyone who played N64. It's the games on there are so absolutely nostalgic. Like, Oh yeah. Oh it's yeah. Like, and they're like primed to be. And I'm not saying like people who had like NES, Super Mario, those aren't nostalgic for people. Or like Duck Hunt. Like, mm-hmm. yes, they are. But like to me, the N64 was such a, um, there was such a big graphic update. Oh, yeah. And along with, you know, they're just introducing 3D. Mm-hmm. But also, man, those games were jam packed. Like there's so much content to each game. 
Oh yeah. I I do feel the same way though. I'm particularly nostalgic about that console because that was Mike sort of like yours, even though we had we had a, an NES and I had a Game Boy. That was like mm. my console and the first one that was ever mine. Mm. Um so and I was, you know, eight when I got it. So like that's just uh. primed to be where my heart will live forever. But yeah, so like the best games on that console like I really think rival the best games on on many of Nintendo's stuff. So yeah, I'm right I, there with you. What I do want to know, getting into the N64, um, assuming you were into it for a while, are there a few N64 titles that were like really special to you? Um, you know, thinking about it, I would. Okay, so I would say like of the ones that we would play a lot, Star Fox. Oh which, yeah. Which just is such a cool game. Like so I even cool. right now, every time I go home for Christmas, I'll do a playthrough. I'm and so like, proud of you. Thank you. I'll, and I'll do the secret way. So the way that's all the way on the left. So like yep. the hardest, I'll try to get all of them. I love um, that. That one, um, Mario 64, which oh, is yeah. so fun. And, and I don't know if you guys had the, um, the the rumor that if you get like 88 stars or something you can go on the top with like yoshi on the roof or something it was like i don't know if that's a real thing but like it was a rumor you know it is a real thing it is a real thing oh my gosh wow and i had actually i had never done this and this is that's one of my games that i played over and over and over i could never get all 120 stars oh my god i think i had like a little over 100 but when they released 3D All-Stars for the Switch this year, I was like, mm. I'm going to finally do this. And I'm rooting. Did you? Did you? I did it. <gasps> oh I, my God, how fun. It was so much fun. And if you, yeah, sure enough, there's like a little, um, there's like a cannon that opens up in the main like area outside of the oh, castle. Yes, yes, yes. You know and this cannon. I, it's, you know what? It's like closed. It's because I like would watch it on YouTube. Bingo. Like, like a clip. Yes. And you could just yeah. basically shoot up there and Yoshi's like, Hey, great job. Here's like uh 10 lives. And you're like, why do I need these? <laughs> like beat the game. <laughs> but, wow. But it's uh, still really cool. That, yeah, that game was just so fun. There was just so, it was so rich. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so here's, uh, this is definitely something I'd, I want to stop at. Yes. Um, just to, so Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda. I think like looking back, that is a game me and my sister really share like oh, wow. deep to heart because like we also like played piano and like i remember we, her <laughs> and i would try to recreate the songs like in the like on the ocarina or whatever yes. and but the reason why i think it's so important to me is we had it for years oh. and i never all of us kids didn't know really how to like play it yeah so like i'm telling you it was one of those you know, Saturdays where I was like, Oh, I, I've played all the games. Like I just want to maybe try this legend of Zelda game one more time. Mm -hmm. And I remember I played it and I got past the Deku tree part, like where you fall through the web and Mm -hmm. I never knew how to solve that puzzle. So I solved it. I got the first three, you know, Uh whatever. And I thought the game ended and I was like, that was so fun. I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, I can't believe I waited this long to play this game. That was such a blast. And then the world yeah. opens up, and then I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" So <laughs> I would so say cool. that's definitely one. And I remember I beat the game when I had strep throat, and I stayed home from school. My dad, me, and my dad tried to like beat the game together, which was cute. 
That is absolutely incredible. I so love that was, it. Yeah. I love hearing that so much. That's so cool that like, also it's really cool to hear someone talk about that specific moment in the game where, cause a lot of people describe the same thing. Um, like they played the first, they got the first three spiritual stones. It's like, great, we did it. It feels like the end of the game, but no, there's so much more. So it's really cool to hear someone who had that experience describe it. Um, and, and the piano stuff's fun because the music in that game is just so great. Oh my God. It's you get so stuck great. in your head too. Do you, I mean, here's all that I have to ask just cause we're here. Yes. What, do you have a favorite theme? Do you have a favorite like level theme? Ooh, like a, like one of the songs that gets yeah. you to the level. Like, N- no, oh yeah. I, that, or oh. just like the songs, like, like, you know, it's hard not to love the the spirit temples theme is really great yeah that's the right choice <laughs> oh cool i got it folks cool then i'm gonna stop there but i've got, the got some valley like ticka 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 oh, love that so good have you replayed that in a while no not a long time i okay. believe the n64 is currently in my sister's possession in portland <gasps> okay well i hope she takes care of it uh no for everyone's too. sake um that's that's amazing um from after the N64 was was gaming something that you continued to do throughout your life or did you have like a gap and come back to it yeah oh no gaming was, from then on i think it was a staple especially as someone who literally was becoming you know older yeah and i don't like i feel like a lot of people grew up having like mtv and like all that stuff. Like I didn't have that. Like it was truly like the only real escapism was like the video gaming. And like we had like implement like a one hour rule or like if I'm on it and then whenever, so sometimes it'd be worth it to wake up early on a Saturday or Sunday, just so you get a little bit extra time before your brother comes in and like clocks you. And then you have like a one hour time limit. Oh gosh. (laughs) It's, it's funny. I, my, I grew up with just one sister and she wasn't very, into video games so my mm. clock came Lucky. from my parents oh, but it's, okay. it's funny that like you guys almost like it that had to happen so you could all play yes you, it, yeah I love it, that. oh my god it was tough sometimes connor it was tough oh yeah that's i'm i don't envy that i'm so sorry um <laughs> but i'm sure it made you a better person um where were there any impactful games like maybe through like high school or junior high or you could even rattle off a few if you want or if there's like a meaningful one I'd lo- you can stop there it's up to you i mean i think like as i get older i really do enjoy like i was surprised that i came on here with kingdom hearts yeah. um about the one that's the one i wanted to talk about because i really love niche i love weird indie games i love games that make when you're done playing it you like think about it a little bit afterwards. Like those are the ones I really um, go towards. I would Mm -hmm. say um, maybe like moving through like high school and stuff. uh, I was always a big fan of the matrix games. I loved all the matrix games. Enter the matrix. Enter the matrix. And then the path of Neo where you get to do literally everything. That was so fun. Um, So maybe that one. And then probably the co-op, me and my brother would play like the um lord of the rings like where you get to like both which was so actually just thinking about it what a fun that was a very fun game really fun um they really nail it and get it right um i would say those two the only one that comes to mind because i didn't really play much in college just because you know you're 
busy exploring everything else. Um, being cool, being cool. And like, you know, <laughs> you live in Chicago. There's so you just roll out of your bed and there's stuff, something to do in the city. It's true. You know? <laughs> I, um, shadow of the Colossus was a huge, that was a big moment for me. Wow. So yeah, That's I would cool. say shadow of the Colossus is like one of my top five games. I wrote, I wrote a, like a thesis paper on it. You and did? I had, I took a class called like grotesque, something it was like uh-huh. something of the grotesque and I, <laughs> okay. I my final paper was of shadow of the colossus that's <laughs> incredible i played that for the first time last summer and it was Ooh. very special oh i am so happy for you that is a game i wish i could play i could like wipe my memory and like play clean yeah it, it i I feel like I've had this conversation with people where they said the same thing. Like, I wish I could just go from the start and not remember anything. Um, we even did, um, is a plug for the show and our Patreon, um, every month at the, the, our DJ toad tier. Um, I do a special, uh, co-op version of the show where I actually sit down with a group of people to talk about an impactful game. And that one, we did, I think, for December, and it was just... Oh, I love that. It's one of the better ones we've done. It was really cool. Um, it's a really... It's a game where it's 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 an introspective, and it's 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 a, ga- a game that's a mirror. Like, halfway through it, you can't help but start... You start questioning you. You start like, questioning yourself, and then you're what like, am I doing? wait, what am I doing? Yeah, which is so cool. Have you ever played a, a Link's Awakening? Mm-mm. Okay. I would encourage you to do so. Um, it gave me similar melancholy sort of questioning feelings in a very, very similar way to that game. Okay. Um, I I don't know. First of all, it, if you want to try it, it's on the Nintendo Switch because they remade it two years ago. Yeah, but so if, yeah. You, if you'd rather play a cheaper version, if you have a 3DS or like any of those, you could get it for like five bucks. Um, okay. Or borrow the Game Boy game that I just got the other day because I really love it. Oh, <laughs> um, I love that. Anyway, that sorry to interrupt you and talk about no. it. N- different game, but that's I, I amazing. Love any game Rex I'm obsessed with. Um, yeah, this one is it's like up there on my faves now. But the last question I have for you on your gaming history is like, what have you been enjoying lately? Oh, Connor. <laughs> I have been I'm like in such a free fall deep dive right now. It's like bad. I'm like really. uh, So I've discovered I am an ADD gamer, meaning just if something doesn't, I'm playing like six different games at a time. And if something doesn't really just like get me, um, I would rather instead of playing new games, I would rather just play like old games that I love. Um, So here's where I'm at right now. I'm playing Golf Story. Oh yes, um, you told which me Which is I yeah I like sent you a whole <laughs> stupid <loved> soundtrack <laughs> thing. Yeah, we were talking one night. <laughs> um, so okay, Golf Story. It's indie. It's fun. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I've I've never had so much fun. Like it's it's oh, just yes. it's a goddamn blast, and it's a treat. Like it's just the characters, the stories. It's like it's so well written. I'm like dying. Like I'm just I get excited to play it. Um, oh, wow. So there's that. Oh my God. I'm doing a replay of Jedi Fallen Order Ooh, right now. Cool. Um, you know, which is just like super fun. 
I just I need to give me throw give me a lightsaber and um, I love it. Um, I'm trying to like look because I just got a switch recently and I'm like, what am I? Yeah, wow. I'm not playing. Oh, I'm playing this game called Pier, which was like a really high rated indie game. Oh, cool. Um, but I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's not it. But like, that's one that I am playing currently, and then I'm playing one that got like huge reviews called like undertale which is like yeah i've been wanting to try that for a long time what do you think so far uh it is damn fun it's like it's just like um you i feel like i'm playing but i'm just trying to unlock the story to follow it because the game makes me go okay and they like trick you (laughs) every step of the way yes oh that's that is so exciting to hear you've you've definitely named a, a few games that i love like all story and then a few mm. that i've like always wanted to try like both jedi fallen order and undertale very different games but very different games wow. oh and one i don't you know i don't know if you're into this but um i just finished little nightmares 2 which was so freaking there's good. that dark element Oh my bring god, it full it's circle. good. It bring a full circus, baby. I've watched a few people stream that and it looks really cool. Like I could definitely get into it. I just haven't made the choice to yet. Yeah. Um listen, a Little Nightmares 1 was very fun. Um there was something lacking for sure, but I think mm. that's because I've just spoiled myself with like Limbo and Inside. Like uh-huh. those are two like incredible games. However, Little Nightmares 2 really like sticks its landing, I think. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Um, did you, are you still going through that one as well? Are you, no, you say you I finished just, it? I fit. Yeah. I just recently finished. Ooh, way so, to go. Yeah. I made it through, man. I survived. Ah, oh, proud of you. No more nightmares for Ryan Barton. No more over here. Oh. Just sweet dreams. <clears throat> just sweet, sweet cookie candy dreams as, as I guess I'll call them. Oh, um, yeah. That's that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing so much about your history with games leading up to today. Um, what I want to do next is uh, take a quick little break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about anything and everything you want to say about Kingdom Hearts. How about that, Ryan? I'm in. All right. Well, hey, I'll see you on the other side. Hello, my name is Jeremy Schmidt, and I host a podcast called Video Games, a Comedy Show. We pretend like we are morning radio DJs within the Mushroom Kingdom for exactly five minutes per episode before dropping it all together. We cover topics like our favorite video games to take on vacation, the birthday roast of Mario, favorite Desert Island PS2 games, and infinity more episodes. If you like to hold a controller and are prone to laughter, well then Buster, I've got hours of stuff for you. Check out Video Games, a Comedy Show anywhere podcast can be found. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Here, of course, to discuss Kingdom Hearts colon, the first one with Ryan Barton. Ryan, welcome <gasps> back. Oh, sorry, I was holding my breath that whole time. I was waiting wow. for you to get through that intro so I could come back. Um, yeah, wow. Really, really, really strong uh, lungs you got there, friend. I am an incredible swimmer. Um, <laughs> I am stoked to talk about Kingdom Hearts. So 
truly, whenever you're ready, I'm like, my foot is at, I'm at the starting line, ready to go. Somehow you held your breath and put on track clothes, which I guess you could probably do those at the same time, but I'm, I'm impressed is what I want to say. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Before I shoot my little running gun and you take off, I want to go over a little history and context for the listener. And again, like I said before the show, Ryan, if you want to interject or add stuff on at any time, please do. Um, otherwise I'll just freaking go ahead. Oh, Harrison, right. he looks so cute. He's doing a little stretch. Little um, <clears throat> uh, here I go. Kingdom Hearts is a 2002 action RPG video game developed by Square for the PlayStation 2. It's the first game in the Kingdom Hearts series and is the result of a collaboration between Square and the Walt Disney Company. This is that crazy Final Fantasy looking game with Mickey Mouse and other Disney characters. Oh, and don't forget the big key swords or whatever. We'll talk about the keyblade. I'm just being silly. Um, Ryan's so angry. I wish everyone could see. Uh, the game combines characters and settings from Disney animated features with those from Square's Final Fantasy series and also has its own original characters and worlds. It follows the adventures of Sora, a teenager, most importantly voiced by Haley Joel Osment, who fights against the force of darkness alongside Donald Duck, Goofy, and other Disney characters. This game was the first ever directed by Tetsuya Nomura, produced by Yoshinori Kitase and Shinji Hashimoto, and has its music composed by the great Yoko Shimomura. Uh, it was positive, positively received and have, as of course, it's one of these games as I'm doing the intro for it, it's like we all know what Kingdom Hearts is. It's this huge, enormous franchise that has spawned direct sequels and other things that I maybe don't understand, but they're there and people love them. Uh, it was the 10th best-selling PS2 game of all time, uh, which I actually have a copy here. Um, I got a PS2 last summer, Mr. Barton, and oh. that's the game I decided to buy. So I have it. I'm I'm shocked you haven't played it yet. I well, so I started it and then I got distracted by something else. Um, but I got into Tarzan's world, so I got like a few worlds in. Oh, you got okay, yeah. No, you're you're in it. Oh, you're in I, it in it. I fully plan to come back. Um uh Anyway, uh, to, to wrap up the history of context, uh, instead of sharing about myself, um, obviously this game and the series has a widely popular legacy, and the most recent game in the franchise was Kingdom Hearts 3, which was released in 2019. I think I even, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like I remember even seeing on like your Instagram story or something that you got this game. Have you played number three? <laughs> Oh yeah, and I like okay. let the world know. I was like, Perfect. guys, I got my copy. I'm diving in. <laughs> you and I think Matt Apodaca played this game when it first came out, from what I can remember. Um, uh, that was just the hi- some like brief history and context on the first game and its place in history. Did you have anything you wanted to share about the first game um, in that sense, or do you want to dive into like your relationship no, with it? I think that was a really great, really great intro. Well, well, thank you, my friend. Um, yeah. Well, let's get into it. Uh, you obviously wanted to come on and talk about this game. Where I want to begin is how do you remember like hearing about or discovering this series? Oh, oh th- this is a full, this is an absolute full discovery of I this cannot game. Wait. So, <laughs> okay. So here's, here's my intro. 
to this. Please. We had, I had braces and we had an orthodontist called Dr. Seuss. So like his office (laughs) was like to the nines. Like he leaned into that shit so hard. It was a brand, he was a branding genius. That's so so fun. Yeah, literally all, like everyone went to Dr. Seuss. And here's the thing. Dr. Seuss had a room full of video games. Okay, so he had N64, which he had this Donkey Kong 64, which was the yellow cartridge, which I could never figure out how to play. He had the Dreamcast Crazy Taxi, which was very fun. Amazing. That was a great one. And then he had a PS2 and he had it had two demos on it. One was Kingdom Hearts and the other was something that I don't remember. So, like, here I am playing, every time I go to get my braces, like, tightened or whatever, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts. I know nothing about it. So the only thing I know about Kingdom Hearts is, which I think very a la Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, uh-huh. is Kingdom Hearts, you're just on this island. And you're, you're playing oh, this yeah. character who has big fucking feet. Like, their feet are so big. Like, They're I don't know big. if you remember that, but their feet are huge, Connor. Enormous, yes. Why, like, what a style choice. Like, <laughs> I don't know shoes, what that's about. <laughs> okay, honestly, this, like, I'm just, it makes me be like, what do their toes look like? Like, like <laughs> Did they ever take off their shoes and socks in the no, series? No, no. And That'd I think that's, that's for good reason. Or, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just like one big toe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant toenail as well. Oh, gross. Oh, that's why they got these big old shoes on. That's why they got those big old shoes. Wow, they probably couldn't, <laughs> if they just have one toe, they probably couldn't wear sandals. That'd be no. tricky. You wouldn't have no. anything. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so, okay. So I'm playing this game and I remember like probably like my little brother went first or something. Mm -hmm. So that gives you like a little more time to like play video games while you're waiting. And I do remember like getting, you know, someone else had played it. So like by the time I got to the certain part where they introduce the Disney aspect of it. Yes. And keep in mind, I never played final fantasy. So any, Square Square Enix Square Enix. I don't know how to pronounce. I it. always uh, change it up. So whatever right. dealer's choice, my friend. Dealer's choice. Square Square Enix Square Square a Square. Um, there we go. <laughs> just those types of characters. I was never really introduced to or knew, but I just remember when I was playing it. They give you go to this part, which is gorgeous, by the way, and it's this like beautiful circle stained glass moment of like the different Disney princesses. Yes. And I remember the first one was like Sleeping Beauty. And I just, as a kid, you, you know, like everyone enjoys Disney. Like there's like, you're not, I don't think like anyone's like fanatics about it, like in a high school age, yeah. but like there's some type of like reverence to Disney. I definitely had that thing going on for sure. Yeah. Like, and every, everyone connects to it. Just like everyone knows it. So when I saw that in a video game, like I just was like this, this game feels so mature. And Mm -hmm. so to have that thrown in there, I was like, what is happening? (laughs) And that I think from then, from there, I was like, Oh my God, we have to get this game. Like I never, and I just remember the farthest I ever made it 
ever because I'd just be stuck in a loop because, you know, <laughs> other people come in and play it. But it was always you get to the point where you're picking the st- the magic staff, the sword, or the shield yes. to kind of set your way of like what you're going to be. And I just think, oh my God, that just was such a cool moment. And so it was like, guys, we have to get this game. Yes. And you, did you have a PS2? Yeah. So cool. I think we maybe like didn't have one at the time, but I know we eventually got one. Because when we got Kingdom Hearts, it was also really late in the game. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like, you know, it was like off, like on sale or something. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that is my intro into Kingdom Hearts. That's amazing. It's it's cool to hear you in this. Uh, first off, it's interesting because I've heard, I forget how much of a part of Dennis's office video games were. That wasn't the case, or orthodontist, excuse me. Yeah. Um, I feel like Nick Costanza, who's been on the show, talked about a very similar thing. So that's that's just a funky little uh, tidbit. But it's cool to hear how you were captured by this game and why. It Was it sort of like the mixture of those two things? Being like, why are these... Why is Disney here in this yeah, mature world? I, I think it's that combo. I think... And like, you know, me as an artist as someone like all the the types of things I make now I am always genre blending like that's my creative stamp on things like I love to blend tone it is so hard to do but if you can do it you can kind of make something really unique um, and that feels fresh even though you're not using fresh things but you're using different like combos and so I think that's what I loved about it it's like you have this you have Disney which is light happy family but you're mixing it with something really dark. Like they're like dark creatures. They're, these are like kids that are like, they do, they're, they don't know who or like what they are. And they're on this Island that, that opens up into this huge dark world that you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're, they're giving us this, but there's actually like so much surrounding it. Yeah. So that, I think, yeah, that's really cool. That's the thing you're discussing is why I was so captured by, who framed Roger Rabbit when I first saw it. Another great example. Like, I was like, I know like cartoons and light cartoons, but why are they in the real world? And it's like this like detective thing. So um, not to talk about myself too much, but I I, I can relate to that I can, feeling. I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a really, really cool start. So um, when you was this a game that you played by yourself or you, were you also sharing this with your siblings because I know you did that a little bit yeah so this is like me and my brother um, oh cool he it was really we didn't want to spoil it for each other so we would play it we would switch off a lot oh, and cool. I would be pissed if he got ahead of me like I remember he made it into Tarzan before mm-hmm. I did and oh. I was so mad because I was like oh my god I don't want to like know because yes. also playing it in the in the orthodontist office like you only got so far. So I had no idea. Like the first world is Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And I had no idea the amount of awe and adventure and fun I was going to have. So it just was like, Oh my God, I don't want, if, if he gets ahead of me, I'm not going to know, or he's going to like spoil something or I'm going to accidentally walk in and like see a world. See something. Half the fun was not knowing what (laughs) the worlds are going to be. Like oh, that's like course. truly half the fun is unlocking the next world. Uh, that that is has that makes so much sense to me. Having again played, I don't know. I think Tarzan's like World Two, maybe. Yeah, World um, Two. 
So I had, but I had that same feeling going from Alice in Wonderland to Tarzan. So that's like, that's very uh, believable to me. That's, that's cool. Uh, it's also fun to hear that you two were like playing your own solo games, but going <laughs> through it. Um, I guess also, I just wanted to say what I, th- one thing I think is really neat is that they start with Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. because I was also fascinated as a kid. I don't know if you felt this way, but the idea of her like shrinking down and going into this like, like cool cartoony world, but it was also dark, which is up your alley. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I own the alley, baby. (laughs) I, you know, that is, I, I think also when I think Disney, how many tries do you think it would take you until you said Alice in Wonderland? Like it would be a long time. I think you're right. So I think that's also what makes it fun. There's so much topsy turny stuff in terms of the drink me, eat me, shrink, you blow up. Like there's so many cool worlds there and it's very psychedelic. And I think that's one part of it. Um, Also queen of hearts is such an iconic character and iconic um, just not even like the character itself, like in the movie, but just Mm -hmm. like, it's just an, like if you say the queen of hearts, you can just imagine someone. And yes. it's probably this big badass like betch, you know? Absolutely. So I don't know. I just think setting it there was such a fun, une- unexpected, completely unexpected move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, from from there, I sort of want to, you've already started to tell me a little bit about what intrigued you about the game. Do you remember as you were playing through it, what you were loving or what kept you going back to it? Or what was like the most interesting to you? So, okay. So I think, and this is something Kingdom Hearts 1 does that gets lost in Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3. Hmm. Is in Kingdom Hearts 1, it's fun because you know the stories. You know how Tarzan starts and finishes. You know how Alice in Wonderland starts and you know how it finishes. Hmm. And when you go in there with Donald and Goofy who we'll get into it. But like when you go into it with the gang, you, you affect the storyline and it's, it's very fun to see like that unravel of like, and then it's also fun to see the different Disney arcs start to mesh and come together. So you have like, you know, the iconic Lion King and you, well, I guess that's, that actually I think is just, might be Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm not sure. Gotcha. But like, let's just say you have like Hercules and it's blending in with like Tarzan. Like that's crazy. Like that's so cool. Yeah. And very seemingly ahead of its time because I feel like we get a lot of that sort of thing now in media. Yes. yes which do. is like always, even if it's not good, I'm always interested in, in something like that. It's a great uh, selling like, point. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's not surprising that that like was a gripping thing for you. You were, um, if you don't want to jump there right now, we don't have to, but you were talking about Donald and Goofy. Um, they're oh, yeah. like your main sidekicks in this game, right? I mean, you can swap them out, but they're there for the long haul. Yeah. So Donald and Goofy, I love this because like anyone playing like knows what I'm going to say. <laughs> Donald and Goofy, although so fun to have around, uh-huh. are the absolute worst <laughs> sidekick ai whatever yes like they are so bad like 
half the battles are just you using all your damn potions, trying to get Goofy and Donald up. <laughs> and Donald is a wizard, you know? So he has the spell cure. So like he can heal you, but like whenever you're like really low and about to die, he just like chooses not to. And that hurts, you know, yes. it hurts <laughs> because, you know, when you're in an hour long battle with fucking Maleficent and you're like, listen, <laughs> One more tail swipe and I'm gonna die. Yeah, um, Donald, throw me that that potion, girl. And he's just like, you know, my hands are busy with this one little monster. Um, yes, but please. Gosh. So, yeah. Oh my god, those guys—they're just—they are so fun and equally the stupidest, non-threatening. Like, why were they picked? Like, yeah. I get it, but also I don't get it. <laughs> I, I, they seem like they would be a really fun and entertaining hang and such a good duo, but I've, having played enough of the game, I can resonate with that. It's like, they couldn't they have made the AI a little smarter to help you out? Like, even, just, if, it's the, even if the battle's harder. Just like, a, yeah. Like, just help me out here so it is funny that they are useless and i watched a couple friends who uh both been guests on this show they streamed they're actually streaming through the whole kingdom hearts series um on their twitch and this first one was their of course first intro to the game and seeing them like their frustrations grow with those two is really really entertaining honestly oh so (laughs) fun fun. it is it's it's listen it's so fun just crap on them just to shit on them the whole time yes it's like that's like half the fun and trials and tribulations of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yes. Um what are what are some of your I want to get I'm going to get into your like what was going on in like the context of when you played this game. You already give us a little heads up, but were there other things that like you really loved about playing the game itself or anything that like you remember um being like your favorite thing to do? in the game was it the battles was it the story stuff what was it for you yeah i i honestly just think it was story and whenever you unlocked a world and and going into the world so like because you didn't know what part they would be at and what part you yourself would be introed into okay like and i think that's super like so fun that's fascinating also, yeah, I don't know. I, I would, so yeah, I would say it just really simply it, it was unlocking the worlds and then getting to like, just like kind of watch that cutscene. Like the cutscenes I never skipped. The cutscenes were oh, so yeah. great. And like in Kingdom Hearts 3, the cutscenes are truly three hours long each. So it really, you die a little inside. You're like, well, I can go take a nap or go to bed and wake up in the morning and it might be done. Yeah. Goodness. What are some, well, speaking about the worlds, um, do you have a favorite? Do you have like a coolest one for you? Totally. So, okay. I've got a guess based on what you've told me about yourself on this episode, but I want to hear from you. Oh, do you want to guess first or do you want to? I was, I was just going to guess Nightmare Before Christmas, but. Uh, that is one of my top three. Yeah. Okay, cool. cool, cool. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, okay. So before I go into my top three, oh no, because that is part of my top three. Okay. So top three. And this one is mostly maybe this is a Kingdom Hearts 2 moment, but it's something I really want to talk about. Please. Is. The first game or the first place you kind of go to is called Traverse Town. 
Oh yeah. And it's just like this little town, you know, where you get to like really like land and like get all your stuff and meet some people and like figure out like what the, what journey you're going to go on. So Traverse Town, there is this blue ice cream that they have. And I think I'm almost hundred percent sure it's called salt ice cream. <laughs> and it's like on two like popsicle sticks and it looks so good, Connor. Like I, <laughs> Connor, I want to try it so bad. Like it, I wish, I wish, I just wish it was like a thing. Why do they not have something like that at Disneyland? They should incorporate some, do they incorporate Kingdom Hearts stuff at Disneyland? I actually don't no, remember. Oh, I don't think so at all. Opportunity missed. We could get you your salt ice cream. I know. Well, you know, the closest thing to salt ice cream out here is salt and straw, which they do literally have a salt ice cream. And so in my head, I just imagine that's what it's like. But instead okay. it's blue. And everything that's blue tastes good. Of, we all know this. Ugh, Ugh. It's the best, one of the best flavors. So good. So Okay, I just wanted to say that is like a huge reason why I like Traverse Town. Awesome. Um, okay, Nightmare Before Christmas is number two. Nightmare Before Christmas is such a fun. I mean, you know, I'm obsessed with that movie. Um, that movie is like so cool in it, one million different ways. Um, totally agree. However, I will say the cool thing that they do in Nightmare Before Christmas Land is. They, that is the first and only time they change your outfit. Yes. And Sora looks so cool. And he has like such a cool like side hat, side mask thing going on. Mm-hmm. And Donald Duck and Goofy are like one of them's like a mummy. Like it's like so well done that I'm just like, it's so fun to go there. That, that, that to me is like the attention to detail that I'm obsessed with. Totally. Um, and yeah, I didn't just like, realize they only did it there because I watched my friends stream honestly a lot of this game, and I remember being like thinking the same thing, like how cool it was that they had their own outfits for this world. But I f- didn't realize it wasn't it didn't happen elsewhere in this game. Interesting. Yeah, I did. I did a little bit of research on it, and someone posed that it might be too weird to have like three really colorful, literally colorful characters um, in that world. And so they kind of like, which totally makes sense just in terms of tone, but oh my God, I loved it. Um, my, my, I think my top world is called hollow bastion, which is in the first one. It's the most moody. It's the coolest. It's one of the coolest worlds ever. And, but also I'm obsessed with it in the second one. Um, and mostly because the soundtrack, I remember a, the soundtrack is amazing. Sometimes I would just boot up Kingdom Hearts to like study or or like do my homework, just yeah. and like sit in my playroom and just like li- like just the title, just the intro is gorgeous. Um, yes. So the soundtrack is like amazing, but Hollow Bastion, the soundtrack to Hollow Bastion, the second and the second one is so freaking good, and it just makes me feel like you you're like in it. Get yes. It. What is the, what's the soundtrack like? Is it like really intense? Is it serene? Oh, they have both. So you have serene, then you have your battle ones. Um, The serene, more moodier ones. I'm obsessed with like literally after this, just boot up Paulo Bastion, Kingdom Hearts 2. And you're going to be like, damn, this is good. I feel like not only that, but like, this is going to make me just want to play this game. (laughs) Like get back into it. So, so thank you in advance. Um, 
but that's 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 really cool so, so the hollow bastion takes it for you that's cool yeah oh god it's the best so, so yeah those are my top three worlds i thought hercules is going to be a cool world but hercules just ended up being like they just but this is also why i love one kingdom hearts one is because each world has a different way how you get through it like in yes. Tarzan, you're 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 shimmying down the trees and the vines. In Alice in Wonderland, you're figuring out different mini games and puzzles. Mm-hmm. In in Hercules, it's literally just a coliseum, so you're just battling coliseum style battles. Oh, cool! Like so, I just like that each world kind of has its own unique playthrough. I love that. So nothing, it doesn't necessarily feel like oh, I'm doing the same thing I just did in the last world, right? Which is Kingdom Hearts really two. Oh, there's, gotcha. There's more worlds, but you're like, wow, this is really repetitive. I'm just doing the same thing over and over. Okay. Huh. Um, I would like to dive into a little more about the context of you playing this first game. You you gave us a little, some really good stuff already about like you and your brother each having your own save files and not wanting to see what the, like, like having anything spoiled for you. Um, so I want to dive into this a little more, but also know, like, was there anything going on in your life that you wanted to share about where, where, where was your console set up? Like, where would you hunker down and play? Um, do you remember any details like that? Hmm. I'm yeah. Well, we have a playroom Amazing. and the playroom had consoles are really are like literal box TV. <laughs> Like a two old tube CRT Just, TV. It's like where all the old TVs went to die. Like all, oh, yes. like every, like it's like when it went through the house, like that's where it ended up. Um, the piano was in there. All the mm. books, all the like toy cars, the computer. So it's like the best room I've ever heard of. Yeah, it's like all it's all in there. Um, the playroom. Oh my gosh, yeah. So yeah, that was like the setup and. Yeah, you can really just get lost in there. <laughs> Would you like sit on the couch? Would you sit on the? Gr- was it like one oh, of those? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for I for sure had like a method of like I used two of the I used two of the family room couch living room couch cushions like awesome. two or three and like and like would lay down and like that was my thing until like my parents like got us like really really shoddy game chairs. <laughs> nice, but like. Yeah, we didn't really have like chairs really. We had, well, oh my God, we did have these like one red and one yellow. For some reason, the red chair is my chair. <laughs> the yellow chair was Will's chair. And they were like the Fisher Price chairs when you were like children. Yes. And we just always had those in that room because I guess that's what we would sit on sometimes when there was like multiple people in there. Totally. Um, holy crap. And then yeah, the yellow one started to bend and I just remember that and no one wanted the yellow one. Oh my God. Okay, hold on. And so also with the N64, there was this yellow controller and no one wanted to use the yellow controller <laughs> because like we saw like our cousin like pick his nose and like wipe it on it or something. But like oh. years ago, like when yes. we were like children and I just remember all of us were like, no one used the yellow one. <laughs> like, <laughs> that could even be a fun bit if that thing is still around. Oh my, oh my God, gosh. I would die. I would die. But also I don't play as good if the rumble pack's not on. I need that oh, weight. Interesting. <laughs> Yes, you're used to that like yeah. extra uh, few ounces. Um, uh, yeah. That's amazing. Were you? Would you snack while you would play games 
or we're... no, 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 no. Gotcha. No, no, no. I, you know, listen, you only got an hour in there. Oh yeah. Okay? So it was so go time. There's no, think about all the time wasted, just moving your hand and eating and playing. Like I would, I feel like that's just a waste of the time. To, to yeah. Be used. No, that makes sense though. It's focus time. Like you, it's a precious hour. Yeah. Also, maybe this is just something weird, but like, I feel like it's, that's like not sanitary. Like if I'm eating, I just want to know I'm going straight from bowl to mouth. I'm not like touching a device that like everyone else is touching. You oh know? yeah. I, if I snack while I eat, well, I, sorry, snack while I eat. Huh, yeah. <laughs> funny. I do that. Um, when I'm playing games, my friend, I'm an absolute chopstick user with Love, popcorn. Oh, that's, with like, it's that I can understand and it is fun. But also when you say there's a little bit of a hassle between like game yeah. controller to chopsticks to dip into like that's too much for just what a single kernel of popcorn no it's it's true it's definitely one of those things where when i start doing that i'm like well maybe i'll just eat this bowl of popcorn and then get back to it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you're, yeah you're like you know what i'm, I'm just gonna finish this puppy down and then yes I'll, clearly yeah. ryan's thought about snacking while playing games a little bit uh so you know what you're talking about yeah um, yeah you know i will say this though because you did remind me we had um like when we were older, my parents always loved Pine Top, um, which is somewhere north in Arizona. Mm. And it's like in the mountains where we would go and ski. And because oh, my parents cool. were, like, were avid skiers and they always wanted us to go ski. And I always hated skiing. I broke my butt skiing. <laughs> um, you broke your, I broke like my your butt, tailbone? I broke my tailbone and I pretended I was fine because I heard a rumor that the doctor had to stick his finger up your butt to check if your tailbone was broken. So I lied to my parents for four months telling them I was fine. But I was in the most pain. I'm like, so ex- sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It was bad. It's like that's um, what's going to fix it is sticking his finger up your butt. Yeah, or just like because they just wanted to check. That yeah. like that's how they check if it snapped in half or something. And I was like, I don't want someone's finger up my butt. That, that sounds would crazy. also be like for that sounds painful because of like what they're checking. Yo, Gosh. I mean, listen, it and I, but I also didn't want to wear a donut to school. <laughs> like, <laughs> fair enough. Like thinking about posture wise, like I really could have used it, but you know, oh well, oh well. Yeah. Um, so oh so anyway so my parents ended up getting a cabin in Pine Top and we really never brought like game systems up there because you know mm-hmm. we'll we'll just go and like play outside or like you know we have a little bit of cable up there so like we really Ooh. were just like gonna do that but I do remember Kingdom Hearts was one where we would like I unplugged the PS2 and I brought it so we could play it in Pine Top wow that was great that's how you know it's special. So, you know, it's special, baby. That's so cool. Um, uh, last sort of, you, you, you also, that was really thorough and wonderful, uh, dive into like how you were playing and like where it was. I love hearing about people's setups. Like one that I think of is like Madison came on and like, I think it, the episode aired in January, but she talked about this like little, this tiny, like cove area that they had at their house and it sounded just so wonderful so so thank you for sharing i'm almost 100 that cove was her bed by the window with like a plant (laughs) hanging above her (laughs) that checks out that checks out very much um uh something that i i didn't ask that i would like to hear more about if you have anything to share is like do you remember like what was going on for you when you were playing this game was it was there anything of note in your life like do you remember 
anything that you want to share about that time or was it mostly just the game? I think I was a sophomore, which means I would have 16 or just turned 16 and I could drive. Ooh, sweet 16. Yeah, sweet sixteen. <laughs> I wanted to do it, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> oh, I'm, I wish we did it together. <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I want to say I was around 15 or 16 at the time. I, I definitely remember freshman or sophomore year. Like, cool. that must have been it. Um, but wow, I couldn't even tell you. I was such a loser in, in high school. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Was, I feel like sophomore year is the first year I like got a ton of friends. So like, maybe I was just having fun. I like, oh my god. I like to think that this game ushered you in to feeling to feeling like yourself and making making friends. Can we give Kingdom Hearts that credit? <laughs> you know. You know what? No, I'm not going to give it that. I'm not, <laughs> good, you know, I good. want, I want to, to absolutely yes. And, and support you, but you know what, Connor? No, I was such Thank a you. loser. And I, <laughs> I will say I got myself through that own little hump and I have to good. give myself credit, but you know what? I'll give myself kingdom hearts as something I would keep from everyone <laughs> and play in secret. <laughs> See, Ryan, that was a test and you passed with flying colors. Oh, that great. you know what hearing about you talk about yourself, I'm remembering the videos you posted of you doing improv when you were young. Oh was that my. from around this time or is that Connor? Like- yes. Connor, yes. Okay. Oh yes. When I found that my mom sent me you know, all those DVDs or whatever, and it's me literally getting into improv. And I was a freshman. Okay. I was a freshman in wow. high school. And I had no friends, Connor. Connor, I had no friends. I'm so I was sorry. the most lonely I've ever been. And my mom, I was just, my parents were like, you have to do something extracurricular. And I like sports was out. <laughs> and I just, I remember it was like spring or something, or like, no, actually it was like the beginning of the year. And my mom came in and she was like, I'm taking you to this audition for a play. And I was like, absolutely not like (laughs) like fucking drag me mom i will i will never do this for you and she drug me to the auditions and it was for it was for improv for arizona some some arizona state improv team like i don't know and i auditioned there were so many kids i did the audition they had everyone wait they called people back in I did not get called back in and I was heartbroken because I just was like, I just did something for the first time in my life that I was like, I thought was like magic. Like I just was like, this is magic. And, um, yeah, I remember I stood, they took us all outside, literally was the podium and so many kids. And I was all the way in the back. I could literally barely hear her say the names. And she had, she said all 13 names and she had one, photo left and she was like ryan and i just i i didn't know if it was me though i like i like went everyone was like oh darn okay thank you and everyone was saying goodbye and like packing up and i walked all the way to the front i was like excuse me i was like could it be this ryan yeah i was like is it me and she shows me my picture she's like is this you and i'm like yeah she's like okay get in there we gotta talk about and i just it was magic so anyway yeah I did post all those stories because I was screaming, Connor. Like, it's just, you can literally watch me, like, grow up in that year. It was amazing. I watched all of these 
all of the ones you posted, I, I watched them from start to finish. And I think I went back to watch a few of them a couple of times. Cause it was uh, so fun to just watch like little you, like who's clearly still you, but like doing oh the God. thing that you're now like, like a professional, like, like elite at and getting comfortable in your own skin. It was amazing. Not to put, I don't want to put any words in your mouth, but from an outside perspective, it was so, it was like watching my own kid. Oh like, my God. Honestly, I, it, that is so cute. I love that. Yeah. That's definitely, it's like, you know, we're all this community. We're such nerds about improv. Like yeah. it's so, I could talk about it forever. And I think like, you know, when you ask people like, when did you start? I've always had such a different story. Like I yes. always started when I was like, literally you watch those videos and I am a child. Like, yes. it, like I am, I'm not even tall yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. And it just, I just remember for me watching those videos is I'm watching someone with such low self-esteem get something so exciting. And then towards the end of the video, it's like the end of the year. And I am like, I found, it's like, I have my voice. It's like, yes. so for me, it's cool to watch it being like, I know that kid and I know that kid. And it's like, just set me on my way, you know? That's, it's really beautiful. And it's like, it's so fun to, to hear even you sort of walk us through it is wonderful. And I know, obviously it's not directly tied to the game we're talking about at all, <laughs> know, but right? it's still like a special moment from a similar era in your life that I'm, I'm glad we somehow got to share. I mean, I know, I, I think I brought it up, but thanks for sharing about it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think you could absolutely be right where like, I could have easily been playing Kingdom Hearts during yeah. that time, like easily. Yeah. Oh, that is, that's wonderful. Um, it, it feels like we've gotten to talk about uh, so much about, you know, your, your what you like about this game and what was going on and how you played it. Was there anything either that you like didn't get to share that you really want to share about, or would you like to wrap up your feelings about this game? Yeah. You know, my thing is this, I'm such a big music boy and I think a score or theme or anything to add to atmosphere really can set a movie apart, a film as well as a video yeah. game. And I will say Kingdom Hearts is just worth it. Like I would, I would buy concert tickets to go and just listen to the, like people like do the concert and like oh, yeah. just listen to that music. Like it's that good. So anyone looking to pick up a game that's like, it's big, it's mega blockbuster, but also I will say I do find it to be kind of niche. Like I, it's a very niche blockbuster game in a weird way. I feel um, like I know what you mean about it. I can't even put my finger on it, but I, f I feel like I know where that's coming from. Yeah. It's like everyone's played Halo. I'm sorry, yeah. but you've played it. Even if yeah. you haven't played it, you've played Halo. Like yeah. you just have. <laughs> and like Kingdom Hearts, you, not everyone's played Kingdom Hearts and not mm -hmm. everyone's seen Kingdom Hearts. They know of it, but like, I would say people don't. And that was, by the way, my first introduction into like, Final Fantasy characters like true, you know, yeah. which was also really fun for me as well. So yeah, I don't know. I just wish if you have a PS2 out there, play that game. <laughs> Please do. Or even the I think the remastered collection is like on both or the remasters are on PS 
PlayStation 4 and Xbox. So give it a shot out there, listener. Oh, I have a PS4. Maybe I should go look for that remaster. I think you should. I think I'm on my way right now. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Uh, um, well, great. Well, um, did you have anything, any last things you want to share? Or did you get to do it? Let's see. I think I really got to do everything. I guess I had a question for you. Oh, please. If you had a choice, and this is going to tell me a lot about you, by the oh, way. Oh, right here now. goes. You had a choice between picking the sword, the shield, or the magic staff. Connor, what would you pick? This is an important question, and I'm glad to have at least gone through this part of the game to know my answer. And that is the magic staff. Okay. Yeah. I see you, mage. I see you. <laughs> Check me out. I'm a little mage over here. And you know, it's funny. I do like to choose mage class in certain, in other RPG games. It's, I like magic and stuff. So. Yeah. Ma- mages always have more fun. Yeah. Don't they, don't we though? They, they um, do. What, did they you, do. what about you? Did you, do you know what you would choose or have you done them you all? Know, I, I think I've, I think, I mean, I'm such a, I love, like, this is how I get through games. If, if I can just pick the powerful guy and just hack and slash my way through a game, I'll do it. There's no strategy yeah. the way yeah. I play games. This I'm just game like, there's a lot of that. This game, yeah. And I, for me, I definitely did pick the magic staff because there, I love also picking mage stuff. Like, I just love the idea of being a hot little mage. <laughs> just like raining a firestorm or hailstorm on people, doing some thunder action and looking cute while doing it. Oh, you got both things going on. It's great. Well, well, thank you. And, and I've got some fun end of the show segments that I got prepared for you. But thank you so much for sharing about your love for this game, Ryan. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for chatting with me about it, Connor. Hey, you betcha. Um, but I do have the first post-show segment ready oh. for you. And that is, of course, the Fact Me by Your Game segment, where I just share facts about this game with my guest. Um these could be uh, Easter eggs, development history stuff, secrets. Um, but I think these are actually both development history things. So uh, the first is that when development started for the game, Disney actually wanted Donald Duck to be the main protagonist, <gasps> while Square wanted it to be Mickey Mouse. <gasps> I know it's getting it's getting interesting. Um, however. Uh, Nomura, the director of the game, as we talked about earlier, thought it would actually be best to create an original character for the game, hence how we got Sora. A couple little tiny tidbits on the end of that one is that Sora was actually originally designed to be wielding a chainsaw (laughs) instead of a sword, like his keyblade. Oh my god. Uh, Pretty nuts. Um, Like a chainsaw, like sword type thing, and then had many features like a lion would have, he like a like a tail and a little mane. So this all, by the way, comes from a great YouTube channel called Did You Know Gaming. So you can, I would actually, there's more stuff than I'm going to share. So I would check it out later. Um, the second one uh, I have titled "Get Your Name in the Game." So two months before the game's release, Square held a promotional contest in the United States only, and the winner would have their game featured in kingdom hearts somehow i don't have details on what the contest was but eventually the winner was a new yorker named kurt zisa and his name was used for this six-armed hidden boss in the game oh yeah so pretty interesting this is also from did you know gaming um 
I don't think I ever got to a chance to verse Kurt in the game. <laughs> I hope it's I don't I think I ever unlocked. I him. hope it's Kurt and not Zisa because Zisa is like a cool Kingdom Heartsy name. Kurt is really funny to me. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, also as, yeah, as you get through and you verse like Organization Thirteen. Oh my God, I can never pronounce their names. Incredible. Um, that that's it for the fact me by your game segment. And the, the next one I have for you, can I is, throw a little fact in there, oh, please? Okay. In the second game in hollow bastion, if you like go through the whole game, you can go back to hollow bastion to the Valley and verse Sephiroth. Whoa. And I he knew you could fight hard. Cloud. I didn't know Sephiroth was in this game. Sephiroth, and they play his theme, and they do everything, and it's so badass and so <laughs> fun, and it is honestly very hard. Wow, Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that so much. I love the. I mean, we barely touched on that, but the Final Fantasy elements in this game are really great, and they're from a lot of them are from two of my. I haven't played many of them, but I have played ten. And I played a lot of seven, and I love both of those. Oh, I'm doing the um, the I'm playing the remake. Ooh, of seven right now. Very similar, like action RPG to uh, to Kingdom Hearts. But you can, you know, if Donald and Goofy were in this game, you could actually go over and control them and have them help you more. Oh my god, I know. If Instead, only. I'm controlling. Uh, Tifa and Barrett. Tifa and Barrett. Yeah, thank there you. you go. <laughs> um, the last. So th- also, thank you for sharing that with me. Um, now I've actually got the game recommendations segment for you. This is the last one. So this Ryan is my one forced tie in to the movie. Call me by your name for which this podcast is of course, uh, named after, um, and I'm going to treat these recommendations for you as if kingdom hearts was your passionate summer love that you're going to be moving on from to new things. Um, this segment I wanted to do because when after seeing that movie for the first time at the end when Timothy Chalamet is crying and looking at the fire I was wondering like well this this guy's going to date someone new eventually but like who's that going to be is it going to be another army hammer type is it going to be someone completely different is it going to be a like a rebound we don't expect so that's what these fun recommendations are based on um it's funny you're saying uh, you're playing through S- Seven Remake. I didn't have that on this list, but I was close. Um, the first recommendation for you is if you want to play a modern action RPG RPG <laughs> in a colorful world, then I'll recommend the Xenoblade Chronicles series, um, which is a Nintendo series. I've actually never played them, but it's big, beautiful, colorful action RPG that a lot of people love. And he's um, very fun to play in smash brothers yes and they they just added a couple more characters from that game actually um but uh the second recommendation for you is that if you want another epic single player game in the world of disney i'll recommend the we standout epic mickey do you know about this game at all i do know epic mickey I, not well, but I do. I absolutely know the game Wait, you're that talking game? about. Niche. <laughs> I I also barely have ever known about it, but during my great, uh, I guess they'll call it the great video game purchase of 2020, I I bought this game for the Wii, so I have Epic Mickey, and I <sighs> I, I started it. It's really cool, but I have not like many things. I buy it and I it sits on my shelf forever. Um, lastly. 
this is your final recommendation is that if Ryan, you want another game that features the Disney animated features mashed up with another PlayStation two juggernaut franchise, Ryan, I can recommend, I've got to recommend to you a game that I need to return to a friend and that is <laughs> Disney's extreme skate adventure. Oh, Have you ever my heard of God. this? Do you know this game? Yes, of course. Of Yes. Yes, I do. So, yes, I do. Yes. Um, also featuring, you know, Tarzan's here. You got, you got your Simba, your Toy Story. Um, this, I, this is an episode I did with, uh, uh, Anna Garcia recently and she let me borrow it to play it, but I, I need to get that back to her. But that's my, that's my final recommendation for you. I um, saw, I was going through your episode list and I saw her put that one and I died. I was like, oh my God, yeah, it just feels like that's correct for her to me. Right. It, it hits, it, it is like the. Like her personality, you can just you can just get it from there. It's also really good. Like if you like the Tony Hawk games, it's built on the engine mm. of that. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty solid. Um that is unfortunately the end of the game recommendations. And Ryan, that brings us to the end of the show. Wow. So we finally come here. Uh before we do some plugs, yes. feel free to plug whatever you want. Um thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. And just Connor. St- Anytime. I was so excited to do this podcast. I love, I know how much you love games. I love games. Just, I feel like we both discovered, we both loved games during quarantine and our, our fun little fall guys night. Fall guys. Uh, The one time we played. Oh my God. I know it was so great. (laughs) I would be willing to play any, any multiplayer game you want to play. I'd be, I'd be down to do it. Yeah. I need to make sure. I mean, I'm sure I have, I added all you guys on. I just don't know whose screen name is what. <laughs> yes, it is hard. Well, we'll we'll connect to do that. But yeah, this was really fun to have you. And honestly, it's always such a good excuse just to hang out with a friend for an hour and a half and talk about games. So thank you again. Um, I'm sure I'll, I'll find a way to see you soon. Uh, is there anything you want to plug or want the listeners to know about before you go? You know, I always feel like in these moments I should like plug something like I'm working on a ton of stuff, but I think I've kind of turned this cool corner where I'm like, I'm going to like preserve that to like my energy to myself. I, I have something I'm working on right now that we're shooting in July. I think that I am so excited because it's, it's, um, it's very gamey as well because it's like half live action, half virtual reality, and on Unreal Engine, which is very exciting. And <gasps> yes, that I think I'm, we've chatted a little bit, just like a little tidbit. That yes. is something I'm excited for, but I'm like, that's like nerdy. For sure. <laughs> um, something that like I'm working on. Yeah, I would say like all the little projects I'm working on. I'm just gonna keep those in wraps because the last time Amazing. I was promoting it two weeks out from shooting and then a, a pandemic came around and oh, poked gosh. a little hole in that. So I was like, okay, work. Oh. Um, wait, can I just, you know what? How about this? I, I do have something to, to plug. Please. If you guys have a PS4 and want to add me or play with me or, we go. or like recommend me a game, um, please, by all means, my, it's the same as my Instagram handle. It's Rybrator, two R's at the beginning. R-R-Y-B-R-A-T-O-R. Yes. Beautiful. So add me. That's great. Also, I'll make sure that I have you added too. That's, uh, you know, that's for the listener, but it's for me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for um, both of you. 
Well, wonderful. Well, hey, thank you again. Um, I'm going to go ahead and close us out with some plugs, and then we'll scoot on out of here. Scoot to do. Um, our cover art for Call Me By Your Game is, of course, done by Glenn J. You can find his Instagram at glenn.j, and Glenn has two ends. And check out all the other wonderful art he does because he's an incredible artist. Um, of course, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash supernpcradio, where you can get a bonus episode of this show a month with, uh, with a couple of people and myself. The episode for this month, of course, is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time. Um, this show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You should check out his show, Video Games, a comedy show. And I am, of course, on Twitter at Connor underscore McCabe. And you can follow me on Twitch where I stream at least a couple times a week at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. That'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one.